0: be afraid. No, be afraid. Be very afraid. Hello? Freddy on the fly. He's on the fly. Freddy's on the fly. Freddy, he's on the fly. On the fly, it's Freddie on the fly. We're sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Welcome to Freddie on the Fly. I am the producer of the Confederacy of Dunks basketball podcast, and I'm on the phone with your host, Freddie Rivas. Freddie, how are you doing? I am doing okay. Uh, how are you doing, Matt? You know what? Okay as well. You know, I feel like uh, I'm looking out my window right now. Oh, they're they're gone. But there was a young boy, and he was playing basketball, <laughs> and uh, with his dad. And it just kind of it warmed my heart a little bit. Um, you know, right? If, but if you were, were
1: talking... also suspicious, like, <laughs> yeah, is that his dad? And if it's not his dad. <laughs> who has COVID between them.
0: Right? Yeah. Yeah. Was yeah. that just a guy that was walking by and was like, Hey, you want to play 21? Uh, now I'm worried. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, totally. Right. Like one's wholesome and the other is like
0: sinister. Yeah. So
1: I think that's kind of the world we're living. Everyone's in
0: dealing with both those thoughts right now. Yeah. On every situation. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. I, I, I definitely am trying to assess the danger when I see families abroad, <laughs> yeah. like, like uh, out and about, you know, like, is that a family? Is it not a family?
0: Oh Yeah. I know. It's like, wow, Is it? did they really have that many kids? I don't know. I don't That's know, right, guys. Yeah. Um, listeners of the Confucian Basketball Podcast, this is called Freddy on the Fly. This is a segment that we usually do for the... Patreon listeners and, That's you know, right. with stuff going on right now, we want to open it up and try to give you guys as much content as we can. So totally. the, so the live calls, we're also going to have on our podcatcher stuff. So you can listen to it on iTunes and Stitcher and wherever else. Um, and, and as well, like, you know, we, we've, we just did a couple of episodes where, you know, they're not really dependent on the pulse of the NBA season. You know, we did uh, on episode 141, we did a, this great coaches ranking with uh, Kevin Dows and Matt McCready. You guys did a good job yep. rating every single coach in the NBA from 30 all the way to one. It uh, was thorough. It was very thorough. And you know what it made me think of, too? I know I won't give it away, but where Nick Nurse ended up on that list, it's kind of amazing to think. Back to, you know, when we did season six at the beginning and it was Nurse starting out his first season as head coach, where he's come from, you know, going from well, yeah. I don't know how much of it was just Casey and then, you know, where he is now, it's just kind of incredible.
1: It's uh it's been a pretty amazing journey for sure. Nurse I mean, yeah, like no spoilers, but also if you're subscribing to his podcast, you know that uh that Nick nurse basically hasn't made a mistake yet.
0: Uh, so yeah. when,
1: when, and if he does, uh, we'll, we'll be all over it because it will be, uh, it will be a first.
0: Yeah. And, the, and those in, and, uh, that lack of mistake also goes to him, you know, playing chords. Like he doesn't mess those up either.
1: No, no. <laughs> I, I think he's the type of guitarist who, you know, never made a mistake even when he was learning. Like, I think like as soon as he picked up his first guitar, calluses formed on his finger.
0: Oh yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. So like he just skipped the practice part and every time you just tell him a song, he learns it as he plays it. But when he does play it, it's better than the original from the original artist.
0: I mean, we've been off what, two weeks since we've seen a a little over two weeks since we've seen an NBA game. Like he must, how many gold records is you, do you think he's working on right now?
1: Oh, he's pumping out. The, the ARC are hiding. From him. <laughs> he is pounding on their door and they're, they're trying to tell him that it's a crisis and this COVID thing is a big deal. But nurse is basically like, like he's a prowler on the street for any Ar- member of the ARC house.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. So let's get to the questions here, Fred. Uh, For people that are listening for the first time, usually how this works, I ask him, I ask Freddie, who is on the fly right now. As you can tell, it's a phone call. I ask him five questions. That is why he's on the fly. Uh, (laughs) Straightforward concept. (laughs) You'll notice with the uh, segment artwork, too, he's in the hive uh, that Jeff Goldblum was in during the movie Uh The Fly. Just to add another layer to it. You know, we're not uh, we're not trying to turn this into a The Fly podcast or anything, but that's right. You yeah, know, you very get, simple. <laughs> you give props to people in different ways, and and we decide to to do it here with this segment. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna get to question one, Fred. Are you ready? I'm ready. Question, question one. one. Okay. So. We've got uh, we're we're living in the the pandemic times. We're in the COVID nineteen isolation. Uh, first question here. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna keep it basketball as much as I can. But uh, the first one is when the NBA inevitably resumes, the entire league is gonna be so rusty. What players do you think are gonna struggle the most to get their game back? And this can in, be in Raptors the- or NBA wide. You know, like this,
1: yeah, that's a, it's a great question. Um, I feel like, you know, it's going to be one of those times where it looks a little bit like college basketball or, you know, the, the early couple weeks of the NBA, first couple games or preseason where the offense isn't there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the defense is okay. So the games are just super ugly. So I feel like guys with a lot of finesse are going to be really thrown off. Mm -hmm. Here's, here's one for you. Trey young. I think a young guy like that who is finding his groove as the season went along is going to be totally thrown off by a time like this, because, you know, he's not, he's not a guy like Marcus Sol who is using this time to further heal his hamstring. Like I feel like after COVID, you know when things resume, if they resume in any kind of normal way, Marcus Ole is going to be like, "I'm still out with this hammy." Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, but so you know what, maybe I'll add Mark to the list. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Trey Young, um, maybe a guy like Harden. I'm trying to think who is in a really, who is really in a groove um, when when this happened. I could see the Lakers struggling a little bit, although. T- it's, it's hard to imagine that LeBron and Kawhi or uh, Paul George or, you know, any of these guys uh, who are a bit banged up, you know, it's not yeah. going to hurt them. Uh, and I don't know, you know, this isn't going to age anyone out. So I feel like it's, it's good for guys like Kyle and, and Serge and, um, and Mark. But, uh, yeah, so let, let me go with Trey Young, Shane Young. Carden, um, maybe a guy <laughs> like Buddy Healds. Um, you know, Ja Morant, maybe.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I just like, like, you know, I, I know he's superhuman and you think of LeBron, you know, he's 35 now and I, the, the momentum of a season is so important to these players as they're gearing up for the playoffs. Uh, it's just, it, it would be interesting to see who's just, you know, like I even think of someone like Kawhi or something too, just like. You know, being a little short on shots for a bit and just, it just seems like yeah. you can't avoid that first couple of games back where, where it's just going to be a bit of a mess. Um, but, yeah,
1: and these guys are, these guys are pros, yeah. right? So they'll get, they'll get back into it super quick and they'll be putting up tons of shots before the first games. But yeah, like you're saying, you just kind of can't replace the game speed. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'd think that the vets who have the most reps will be the, the first guys. So so maybe someone like Harden's a bad example. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I, I think I'm gearing towards young guys who are kind of like having a breakout breakout
0: scoring. Fair enough. Ready for question two? All right. Let's do it. Question two. Okay, this one kind of uh, runs on the back of the last one a little bit. But uh, in regard to the season resuming, there's been, you know, different possibilities. People are saying, you know, should we, would, would uh, you be able to get in all the games that are remaining? Or would you just go straight to the playoffs, which some players are, you know, like LeBron said, no. Other players are like, yeah, let's do it. Um, and I'll just run by you right now what it looks like in the standings. If the playoffs were to start today... So, you got in the East, Bucks versus Magic, Raptors mm-hmm. versus the Nets, Celtics versus the 76ers, Heat versus the Pacers, and in the West, Lakers versus Grizzlies, Clippers versus Mavs, Nuggets versus Rockets, and Jazz versus OKC. Now, if like going in, this would be so nuts, but say the playoffs did start right away, uh, no, you know, maybe they get one warm up game or something, but, uh, I feel like this would mean there'd be some crazy upsets for some reason, at least one or two of these matches where we think are a sure thing. Do you see any post pandemic rust upsets in these matchups?
1: Hmm. Ooh, I like this question a lot too. So, okay. Let me just like rattle through it quick. So bucks and Raptors advance easily. And then, so three, six would be Boston versus Indiana. Uh,
0: no Boston versus Philly.
1: Boston versus Philly. Bang. That's your upset right there. Yeah. Um, And then you got uh, four, four or five is Heat Indiana. Uh, Yep. Bang. That's another upset right there. Hey, Oladipo coming back. (laughs) This is, this is good. Brogdon, you know, for someone like Brogdon who got injured at the worst time. Yeah. Well, not really, you know, he's healing. Uh, And then in the West, you got Lakers, Memphis. Sorry. No can do Memphis. And you got uh, Clippers and Dallas. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: You know, sorry, no can do Dallas. And what's the three six there? Is it uh, Denver? Uh, Denver and uh, Houston. Oh, hey, that's an upset right there. Houston for sure. And then uh, four five is <laughs> Utah. OKC. Yeah. Hmm. That's a fun one. Yeah. yeah you know, I, I gotta go Chris Paul. That's another upset.
0: I think so too. Yeah. I think, okay. See, so those, for sure. those,
1: those middle seeds.
0: And I liked how you've skimmed right over, you know, what if Kevin Durant's back <laughs> against the Raptors and Kyrie, do we still take yeah. it? Yeah.
1: Oh, for sure. Sorry. If, if if KD and Kyrie are playing for the nets, mm-hmm. definitely the Raptors
0: still win. Nice. But
1: I think, uh, I think KD will not be playing uh, under any circumstance.
0: Yeah, I don't think so. I
1: I think maybe Kyrie, but uh, I think KD is, is treating this like he's not being silly. I feel like he understands this is the last part of his career. Oh yeah. And yeah, she has to make sure he, he does it right. So coming back in the playoffs doesn't seem like it's the right
0: thing. That'd be so insane. If he came back early again and, and then hurt himself again, oh, like, Oh, that would be devastating. We don't need that. I like, yeah. We don't need that right now.
1: I'm not a religious person, but I like, yeah, I pray that who, whatever basketball gods that uh, KD does not come back and get injured. That'd be yeah. awful.
0: I'm hoping that, you know, the rest of his career, he just has, you know, a bit of a bit of a sore ankle time to time or something. None of these mm-hmm. devastating ones. Um, That's right. Moving on. Question, Question three. three. All right, moving a little bit off here. So, uh, Brittany Spears recently said oh, okay. <laughs> recently said that she did the hundred meter dash in five point nine seven seconds. <laughs> did she's she? Definitely not that? joking. Yeah, she did say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which means um, you'll be yeah, happy to know true. that Flubber that has been released. Yeah, no, no. Flubber's been released on the world if that was true. <laughs> now, what celebrities uh are now going to use some of that Flub to break some basketball records?
1: So, so she she broke, like, the the 100-meter the sprint record by a clean, like, three and a half seconds? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's <laughs> okay, what she great. Said. Um, yeah. That's, like, five seconds is, like, basically like a hop, skip, and a jump. Like, <laughs> the, 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 the speed of that means you're, like, yeah, it's, like, one, two, three, and you're just jumping 100 meters. Yeah, she's just full-on uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> um, okay. So who's gonna, who's gonna use some stuff to break some basketball records? I like this. Let me go. First thing first. Um, Danny DeVito dunks <laughs> in, in a year. So, I think I don't know what the record is, but like Rudy Gobert something like 400 some odd dunks. Yeah. yeah I need to be going to smash that, double it probably, 800 dunks or something.
0: Yeah. Um, I thought I was then, thinking like Jack Black or something too. I could just picture his face dunking with some yeah, flub Black, on those shoes. Jack
1: Black will basically, he'll just use his for like the good of everyone else and he'll become a mascot <laughs> because those, because you, you need a bit of flubber. If you're like, you know, 50 some odd, something comedian and you're like, want to, be a, a mascot you gotta really get into shape like that would be that would be next impossible for, for for Jack Black like obviously he can entertain but they're doing some gymnast stuff so he'd need some flubber yeah. um, <laughs> you know what I mean let me let me go hmm what's a fun one here and just, just random celebrities is that, yeah, is that what you want? yeah it could be
0: anything you want yeah it could be Larry Tenenbaum if you want be oh, God. oh okay <laughs>
1: um uh, here here's a fumble let me go Becky Hammond oh yeah is she's gonna she's gonna put some flubber uh, in her her morning coffee oh nice and she's gonna stay up all night because of this but like not be tired because <laughs> of the flubber and she's gonna secretly be the reason that the Spurs turn it around and just the chorus of people demanding she's head coach is gonna become too loud. And she'll become the first female head coach and it's gonna be awesome.
0: Wow. and would she uh, would she then, use flubber on the first, bench like like June tobacco? And she just like put it on her tongue there? and
1: yeah, she's gonna be like wild eyed. <laughs> like basically she's gonna like turn into Quinn Snyder in like a couple weeks <laughs> I like be, like, that wow a lot. Quinn Snyder looks stressed. I mean, like nothing compared to Becky, but Quinn Snyder does look stressed. Becky. Um, <laughs> let me pick let me pick one more person here. Let's say. Who? What's a fun one? What's a fun one? Um, okay, you're you're good with actor names, Matt. So you can help me out here. Sure. Who plays Todd in Breaking Bad?
0: Oh, that's funny because I just was trying to remember. Oh. oh my god, I got him. Jesse Plemons. Yeah, Jesse Plemons. Jesse Plemons is going to use flubber
1: uh, <laughs> to become the NBA's funniest ref. <laughs> so. It's not going to help him become a ref, but once he is a ref, he's going to slip a bit of like flubber onto like his knees. Yeah. So like every once in a while he'll like bow down and tie his shoes and just like his knee will hit the ground and he will do like a quick little backflip and he'll smile (laughs) to the crowd. And so people will be like, oh my God, Jesse Plemons. First of all, he's a ref. Second of all, he has these weird like physical tricks, but Uh he'll be like really subtle about it.
0: And I would like to see... Other refs that don't know fl- flubbers going on, and they're just you know working that into their refing game, doing backflips themselves. Yeah, oh, they make exactly. a call. Like it really, yeah, it, he'll really, it'll be like a slam ball sensation. Like
1: more and more refs will try more and more dangerous things, and <laughs> oh ev- eventually, when Jesse does hang it up, like when he hangs up the referee. You know, Jersey. It will be because he's caused harm to too many other refs. And I you say, don't know yeah, that he has slubber.
0: I'd say just you know, we we can start super simple. When there's a timeout, refs have to be doing cartwheels around the court. Yeah, yeah. Well, at least Jesse does. You know, <laughs> just Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Well, I think we answered that question. Thank you. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, hey, man. No problem. That's question three on a four. Question four. Okay, I've kind of had this question just even as it relates to if there were something like a lockout. So when a sport goes through a lockout and resumes on a shortened schedule, now between players, I've heard this, the team who wins the championship that year, they're kind of like, look down on or not respected as much as like a a normal or full regular season. Do you think that that narrative would apply for a team to win this year after what's happening or would it be like, like the opposite?
1: Uh, That's a great question. I I think so much is going to depend on when and if the season resumes and how it resumes I definitely remember that people treated the San Antonio Spurs that way when they beat the Knicks after the basketball walkout. I think they, I think there was like a 52 season or 52 um, game season or something like yeah. that. And, and that was, uh, if I'm not mistaken, that was Duncan's first ring. Oh, really? Uh, and yeah, it, and it was definitely, definitely treated like it was, um, you know, less of an accomplishment. Uh, I, I might be wrong. Uh, about it being his first ring, I think it was so. But yeah, I, I think let's say if the Bucks, the Clippers, or the Lakers won, I feel like everyone's like, "Oh wow, yeah!" Like despite of everything, these teams put it together. I think if other teams won, like the Raptors, that narrative's, that narrative's gonna grow a hundred percent. If the Raptors won the championship, it's another asterisk. Yeah, and and Raptors <laughs> fans are gonna double down on being angry. Yeah, we'll be like, we did it in spite of, and people are gonna be like, no you did it cause blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I think, yeah, I think it's like, if you're a favorite, it's going to be like you overcame. If you're an underdog, I think it's going to be like, it works against you a bit.
0: Yeah. That's okay. Fair enough. I think that, I think that answers it. Last question. Oh my God. Question Question five.
1: (laughs) Nice. That
0: was a good one. Uh, Our final question of Freddie on the fly. Thank you for listening to Call 3, everybody. This has been fun. Now, this last question, I mean, it's a bit of a bummer one, but, you know, you could make it fun. Uh, Do you see any drastic changes moving forward in the NBA as far as protecting the players during games? And one weird example is, like, putting a protective glass on the court, or like courtside seats being put in some kind of bubble. Um, do you see anything like that moving forward, or even just temporarily uh, to distance the players from the fans?
1: Uh, I, that's it, did yeah, this is a, a tough question because I think it really depends on the how do I say it nicely overall destruction of this pandemic Mm -hmm. and loss of life, I think is going to have a heavy impact on how scared we are as a people and how much protection we kind of, we feel is necessary. You know, from what I've read anyways, it seems like when the NBA does resume, I don't think fans are going to be there at all. Um, Mm -hmm. it seems like the, They they're going to pick some kind of location far away from from where the virus is and do it all there. Yeah. Uh, So I but I think you know let's say like when you know when there's let's go to like okay there's a raptor game in Toronto. Mm -hmm. I can go. What's it going to be like? Mm -hmm. I think the design of the court. um, You know I wouldn't be that surprised if they push people a row back. Mm -hmm. Uh, I hope that they don't, I could definitely see them, you know, using this as a opportunity to move the cameras back, making other things safer and certain things. Like maybe if you are in the front rows, it's kind of mandatory that you like use a hand sanitizer going Mm -hmm. in and out. It could be, could, could be little things like that. I think media availability will dramatically change. The mm-hmm. amount of people in a locker room, for instance, the amount of people shoving a camera, you know, a, a mic in a different player's face. Yeah. Like, you know, mics might have to be kind of shielded. So I think a, a lot of, I think they're going to get rid of a lot of unnecessary touching and interaction, but they're probably going to want to keep the integrity of the game. Or And that's a bad word. They'll probably want to keep the, the optics of the game largely the same.
0: Yeah. Um, might say of the spirit of the game for for nostalgic reasons
1: and that sort of thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, like it's, it's, uh, it'd be super weird to see us move into like a, a paranoid, like try to live in a paranoid state, you know? Yeah. I mean,
1: it might happen a little bit.
0: Yeah. It might happen and it might happen for, for a little bit or something. And I don't doubt that, you know, in, I don't know how long, but things will slowly return to, normal in some ways but uh yeah just thinking like it, it's going to be interesting to see how you know when stuff starts to resume how it trickles in right and what changes are made so I just thought yeah like if they're just like hey you know what leave the boards up for the the Leafs uh, the hockey glass and we'll just put the court in the middle <laughs> yeah
1: yeah I guess yeah sorry I should have taken it like some more like joke answer <laughs> no it's um, alright
0: it's it's, yeah, uh, like,
1: there's this definitely got to be, like, something like, like, okay, here's something that would probably be, like, legit practical. Like, every time the ref has a free throw,
0: yeah,
1: or, I mean, sorry, anytime, like, a player has a free throw and you pass it back to the ref, yeah, there's just, like, a little container right under the, like, like, right, like, oh, like, not, not on the court, but, like, kind of, like, where the stanchion is that holds up the rim. Yeah. where you basically just put the ball in like this, like quick hand sanitizing and blow drying <laughs> unit. So like, you know what I mean? Like, like, like that golfers insane, use for their cleaning
0: like, their balls on the golf course. So like <laughs> something with a crank that? on it. You know how there's. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> like, the, you know, the, when you get the bowling ball, you, oh, yeah. for whatever reason it blows the air on your hands. I, I don't even know what that is. But like, the NBA is going to have some version of that.
0: <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, I know that works. That's a good. That's a good first step. Uh, sanitizing the ball every three seconds, <laughs> every time it touches yeah. someone else's hand. Yeah, and that,
1: and that won't. That won't look <laughs> weird, right?
0: <laughs> ah. <laughs> God,
1: that won't be scary.
0: <sighs> well, guys, this has been Freddie on the flyve. We did our five questions with Freddie. I think he answered them heroically. Hey, um, thank you. You know we've got. Lots of episodes, you know, if you want to go back and relive some of the glory days, you can go back on our old episodes, but we've also got those new episodes out now that are, are not self-contained mm. and are fun. And we're going to keep trying to bring stuff, you know, while we're dealing with this weird, you know, time. So, uh, yeah. Freddie, is there anything you want to say to the listeners?
1: Just, uh, thanks for the continued support. Um, we're going to try to have, not have a, a dip in content. Uh, if you if you got any episodes, uh, any ideas you want to see come to life, definitely feel free to reach out to us. And, uh, yeah, thanks so much for supporting us. You guys rock.
0: Freddy on the fly. He's the on the fly. Down the five is pretty on the fly. We're sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. I've become free. I've been released
1: and you can't stand it.